You're listening to News9 Live podcast. I'm Neha. Media reports indicate that the incidence of people dying due to sudden cardiac death, many in their 20s, could be on the rise. To point out a few such incidents, on the 3rd of December, a 23-year-old school teacher reportedly died due to a heart attack in Uttar Pradesh's Bareilly. In another such incident that took place on the same day, a bride said to be in her 20s collapsed during her wedding and reportedly died due to a cardiac arrest. On the 4th of December, an 18-year-old boy walking with his friends suddenly collapsed on the street in Uttar Pradesh's Meerut and reportedly died due to a heart attack. Now remember, these reports come on the heels of similar incidents of many collapsing and dying of cardiac failure while exercising in gyms, notably celebrities such as Puneet Rajkumar and Siddharth Shukla. Globally, cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death. As per the World Health Organization, cardiovascular diseases are estimated to take 17.9 million lives a year. Why are people in the prime of their life suddenly succumbing to heart attacks? Could it be that COVID is responsible or is it a hectic lifestyle? To discuss this, I'm joined by prominent allergist, immunologist and asthma specialist Dr. Sitesh Roy from Dr. Roy Health. Welcome Dr. Roy. Thank you, Neha. Dr. Roy, let's cut to the chase. Why are more and more people dying due to sudden cardiac deaths? Is COVID to be held responsible anywhere? So Neha, I think that the answer lies in multiple different factors. I believe at some level, uh, we know that COVID by causing something called myocarditis or inflammation of the heart muscle and also increasing the risk of blood clots uh, has the capability to induce uh, cardiac disease in individuals who otherwise may not have developed it. We also know that in some cases after vaccination, uh, teenagers and young adults have developed uh, inflammation in their heart muscle and developed problems due to it. But I feel that the problem we are seeing now is far more complex and involves uh, increase in hypertension, increase in diabetes, increase in smoking and alcohol consumption, increase in drug abuse, and the use of um, multiple different types of supplements and injections that people are taking in order to build their bodies or try to gain weight or lose weight. Uh, I think there are many factors and add to that the increase in stress that has been there through COVID and post-COVID all over the world. And that stress not just being uh, mental, but also physical, financial and other forms of stress. I think a combination of all these factors and overzealous exercise sometimes can even be the cause of the rise in heart sudden cardiac deaths that we are seeing. Well, what is your advice to such people? Essentially, how do people avoid stress? So I would say that, you know, the, the first step always happens to be one where one looks at their own diet and lifestyle and recognizes where they are eating unhealthy because remember unhealthy food choices fast food foods with a lot of refined sugar with a lot of refined salt all these are contributing factors to inflammation heart disease hypertension diabetes and cutting those out is one way of de-stressing the other and very important way is to figure out methods of prayer meditation um, and other forms where a person can actually get closer to their to their own natural self and be able to de-stress and relax and get a good night's sleep 
because it's been well proven that getting seven to eight hours of sleep at night at the right time can have an immense rejuvenating and recovering uh, fa faculty for the entire body, including the heart and all its mechanisms. So I think that de-stressing is again a multifactorial step, but each one of us needs to figure out where are we racing against time and against our endless desires and figuring out where we need to curb them so that we lead a healthier life. Dr. Roy, do heart diseases vary between men and women? Are women at a higher risk of heart attack? So it's a very interesting question, Neha, because in the, I would say, first half of life, so till about age 45, 50, uh, the incidence of heart disease is definitely higher amongst men that, than it is amongst women because women are pro protected by the female hormones that have a natural rhythm through the month during the menstrual cycles and all the effects that estrogen, progesterone have on the smooth muscles uh, of the entire body, including the heart muscles. And after menopause, the risk for women to get heart disease increases quite significantly. And then even you can say it becomes almost same or men always will be at a slightly greater risk because of hypertension and other issues that tend to be, again, a little bit more male predominant. But I believe that pre-menopause, women are a little protected compared to men or some may say even significantly protected. And post-menopause, that risk in women increases. Dr. Roy, some doctors suggest that people keep 300 mg of aspirin with them and take it at a time when they feel uneasy or develop severe chest pain. Would you recommend it too or would you say it's controversial? Neha, I would say that this is controversial for a couple of different reasons. Uh, anyone who has ever worked in the emergency room will tell you that majority of the people who come in with chest pain and sometimes quite severe chest pain actually have a case of very bad gas and gastroesophageal reflux and acidity as the cause of that chest pain. Now, if a person like that were to take aspirin and they had chronic gastritis, they can end up with a bleed, which can be itself life-threatening. So I would suggest that if someone has any symptoms like a severe chest pain, they should immediately go to the nearest doctor or hospital and get it evaluated and take treatment according to that. And more importantly, they should have regular medical checkups where they monitor their blood pressure, their blood sugar. Uh, they do the, some basic tests for their lipid profile, for their ECG after a certain age, and make sure that they are taking preventive steps rather than in an emergency trying to pop a tablet of uh, aspirin or a capsule of nitroglycerin under their tongue, trying to prevent an attack when it is already underway. All right. Dr. Roy, finally, for the benefit of our listeners, point out the difference between cardiac arrest and heart attacks. How are these different from one another? So, Neha, both cardiac arrest and a heart attack can lead to a sudden cardiac death, but they are very different. We can say that a cardiac arrest is an electrical failure in the conduction system of the heart. So, the heart is an electrical circuitry by which the impulse is transmitted to the various chambers of the heart and it contracts in a very systematic and rhythmic manner so that the blood is circulated to the entire body. And if there's a sudden failure in this uh, electrical system, then it can lead to a cardiac arrest or a stopping of the heart. A heart attack, on the other hand, is due to cutoff of blood supply to the heart muscles 
which leads to the ischemia or lack of blood supply and then death of the muscle in that area so one is more of an electrical failure and the other is more of a blood circulatory failure either due to a clot or due to a spasm in the blood vessels the cut off of the blood vessel can occur and that's how these two issues are different but they both can get very serious and end up in death all right well as dr roy said prevention is always better than cure go and see a doctor if you feel uneasy make a commitment to yourself be healthy take less stress and if possible no stress at all because remember health is above all take care stay safe thank you dr roy for joining me thank you all for listening thank you